G'day, Evan. How are you? <laughs> I'm good, Mido. I just Every time I hear that intro, I just get fired up. I think of 2013. I think of Adam Scott. I, I just I just get excited for golf. I actually had a quick... Uh, I had a quick thing to mention to Clarky. I, I played golf with Steve Smith last week, and uh, How'd he go? Bit, of, bit of natural talent. Yeah. Um, he, you know, he hits it all over the shop just just because he's he's only a few months into the into the game. But he hit a few shots where I was like, Jesus, there's some some talent there. So yeah. I think uh, once he hangs up the bat, uh, I think he's going to be a full time golfer, mate. Oh well, wouldn't surprise me, with Smitty. There's uh, with a, a bat in his hand or a club in his hand, wouldn't surprise me. Has he got a handicap yet? I don't think he's got a handicap yet because he hasn't lodged enough scores. Right. But uh, I believe he is in the process of joining a club in Sydney. And what will uh, he play off? You reckon? Oh, at the moment it'd, it'd be high. It'd be in the twenties, yeah. high he'll, high twenties. But he's he, sure he'll practice, Smitty. If, he, if he's going <laughs> to commit to it, mate, he'll hit more balls than mm. I've never in my life seen someone hit so many cricket balls to the extent you'd have to you had to walk into the middle of the net and say get out. It's someone else's turn. Allow someone else to bat. In this net session, he is just—he's phenomenal yeah, with it, right. and it wouldn't probably won't do him the world of good. Uh, the won't hurt him. Sorry, having another interest hmm. because I, I don't know what he's going to do when he finishes playing. If he doesn't go straight into coaching, I'll be very surprised because he's—he's he's a cricket tragic. So golf might be a, a good distraction for him. Be a healthy obsession, wouldn't it? Just we just got to get we're going to get him out playing because there's such a thing as over practicing in golf. I don't know if that's the case in cricket, Clarky, but certainly you can um, have paralysis by analysis in golf. Yeah, I reckon in in just about everything you can do too much of it. Okay, yeah. uh, the Genesis Invitational last weekend. Now, Tiger Woods. Firstly, what happened to him? <laughs> it made. You know, there were uh, there, there were rumours that he might have, you know, a case of, of, of the runs of diarrhoea. He got he got um, carted off the golf course. There were ambulance and fire department trucks sitting out the front of the clubhouse Dilly, there. Dilly belly. <laughs> yeah, is there such thing as yeah, is, is there such thing as uh, LA belly? I don't know if that exists, but he might have had it. But no, there was a big fuss made out of it. There were fire trucks out the front of the clubhouse for some reason, and eventually he confirmed he had influenza. And he was on an IV drip. So wow. poor old Big Cat there, um, fighting wars on multiple fronts. He also had, he's got a bit of a legal battle as well because the new apparel range he's launched called Sunday Red, which is confusingly three words. Uh, the logo looks uh, too similar, I, I believe, to Puma and Slazenger. And Puma has lodged a bit of a trademark dispute there over that logo. Wow. So um, he's got it coming out both ends, or poor old Tiger. <laughs> Sounds like, <laughs> sounds like he Enjoy has. Enjoy your cornflakes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Jason Day. Now, he seems like he's back on track and he possibly may win a major this year, do you think? What about the Masters? Yeah, Loz, I, I really think he's, uh, he's a big shot at the Masters. He, he's sort of rounding into form in a similar way to the, to the years where he did play well at the Masters. And he, this is a guy that finished tied second on debut at the Masters. This is a guy that's had... Three top tens in his career at the Masters, really, really good chances too. And he's got he's got three top tens on the PGA Tour in his past five starts. He's won last year, so I'm really looking at him as as potentially our top Aussie at the Masters this year. And God, it would be nice to see him become a multiple major winner after winning the PGA in 2015. So all signs point to him being a, a healthy bet of Augusta and, and someone for Aussies to root for. We've got a live golfer earning a British Open spot after taking out the Malaysian Open, Evan. Yes, how about this, right? So there's the Open Championship 
the Open Championship has this thing called the Open Qualifying Series, where they basically co-sanction a certain amount of tournaments around the world um, and offer three spots in each of those tournaments to the top three finishers for the British Open. And so these blokes have just been, I mean, the live golfers have been largely shut out of the majors. So they've been traveling to all corners of the globe in search of major championship glory. And a guy called David Pouge from Spain uh, traveled from Las Vegas all the way to Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia, played the Malaysian Open, won it and, and got one of those three spots into the British Open. And just this morning, Augusta National has actually announced they did something that's, I wouldn't call it rare, but they don't do it every year. And they, they offered a special exemption to three players. And one of those was, Joaquin Neiman, our Australian Open champion in Sydney in December. So he got a special exemption because he's he was deemed too good of a player whose world ranking doesn't reflect how good he is. And so they gave him a special uh, exemption, which is usually reserved for international players to get... The Masters has always prided itself on having a really international field. And we can't not have someone from Chile who won the Australian Open in there who plays on live golf. So, um, But the, out of the first three tournaments that the under this open qualifying series uh they've all been won by live golfers the south african bloke joaquin neiman and uh and another bloke who's escaping me at the moment but uh yeah three live golfers won the first three of those events they're really traveling hard for these major starts i I can't remember if i asked you evan um about the tournament the live golf tournament was played in vegas super bowl week how was how, how did people respond to that? Did they go and support it, and did they get much yeah. traction over that? Look, I, I think um, generally it was it was really well run, and it, uh, you know, just being in Las Vegas, it definitely fits Live Golf's vibe. They go for the, you know, the relaxed kind of younger crowd, the drinking and gambling crowd, uh, and just being in Las Vegas gives it that extra attention because people are looking for things to do. The first two days, I don't believe, were very well supported in terms of the crowds. But on the Saturday, the day before the Super Bowl was in Las Vegas on the Sunday, um, everyone's you know drinking, getting keen for the football the next day. And so they actually headed out in droves to uh, live Las Vegas. Oh. And it had a very exciting finish when there were about five or six players within a, a couple of shots and a chance to win. And Dustin Johnson, the big superstar, ended up winning. So... Um, actually, quite a, you know, it was one of their better American events. They're struggling for traction in the states. Overseas, they're doing really well. They're coming to places like Singapore, like Australia, and having massive crowds. But in the states itself, it's not not really picking up, or at least it's slowly picking up. And uh, Las Vegas seems to be a a really good market for them moving forward. All right, we've got the Mexico Open this week, where Tony Finau is looking to go back to back, and he's a pretty dominant favourite here at seven dollars. How do you see it, Evan? Yeah, Mido, I, I don't trust C now. I just don't. He doesn't have the killer instincts, in my opinion. I know he's the defending champion, but he. Uh, I'm really looking at Nikolai Hoygaard, uh, one of the uh, Danish twins that plays on the PGA Tour. Uh, he's he's at fifteen dollars. So, you know, Ryder Cup player, won the DP World Tour finale last year. Uh, really, really solid player. Probably my favourite in the field. I've also got a long shot guy called Brandon Wu, who's finished. Tied second and third in his last two starts at the Mexico Open. He's at $41. Um, and, and, I, and I really like him for a bit of value. For my top 10, there's a guy, Belgian guy, uh, Thomas Dietrich. He's been playing really well, um, you know, racking up a lot of, of, of top 20s and top 25s in the PGA Tour. He is uh, $3.60 for a top 10. I think that's pretty, pretty easy money. And then our top Aussie, I'm going to go with Harrison Endicott. Uh, it's pretty short this week for, for the Aussies. A dollar eighty-seven for top Aussie between him and Har- uh, Aaron Badley, and I'm, I'm going with Harrison Endicott. But um, I would avoid the punters. I would avoid Tony Finau this week. I think it's just not good enough odds. Yeah, it looks short. 
No doubt about that. Uh, Evan, thanks so much, mate. Thank you, guys.